Get your day started with a breakfast full of positive music, fun, inspiration and so much more. Rise and shine with Felon DJ. Weekday mornings on Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. There is a significant issue that's brewing in our public libraries around Australia. And if Christian parents don't speak up, perhaps no one will. In one southeast Queensland library, they've been stocking a book called Gender Queer, a memoir. And apparently, any child looking for children's books is likely to come across it. Over the years now, one of the most outspoken advocates for the traditional Christian model of family has been Bernard Gaynor. He's leading a campaign in southeast Queensland around these books in libraries. Bernard, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you for having me, Neil. And Bernard, while your campaign is happening locally in your community and you've got a bit of a focus on Logan City Council, they're the ones who run the library that you're concerned about, this is not just localised to Logan in southeast Queensland. My suspicion is that there might be these sorts of books in libraries all over Australia. Uh, that is absolutely the case, Neil. I think parents should understand that local councils and probably even school libraries are stocking pornographic books, explicit graphic pornographic books, uh, and lending them to children. Uh, so I'm talking about books that have sex acts depicted in them uh, and various other activities in relation to sexual activity. Uh, these are pictorialized in children's books in a very graphic and extreme way. Uh, it is shocking. Uh, I believe it is actually against the law. I believe some of it may consist of child exploitation material, as in children children engaged in sex acts. Um, these books are not appropriate to be lending to children. They're not appropriate at all for our public libraries, and they should be going. And just a little warning as we talk about the content of this book today, if there are little ears around, it might be worth shielding those little ears. Uh, when we talk about this book, it's called Gender Queer, a memoir, but even it is only one of a number of these same sorts of books, Bernard? Yes, so Neil, I was quite surprised to find, because I heard about Gender Queer in my local library and I went to look for it and I did find it there and that was shocking. But what really shocked me was that Genderqueer was not the worst book in the library. Uh, there are numerous other books in Logan City Council libraries on children's bookshelves which are worse. Uh, they are absolutely depraved and disgusting. Uh, they're basically in the same section as your Batman and Superman comic books. They're that kind of comic style um, book. But they are very explicit uh, in their depictions, uh, and any child who has been to the comic section of their library is likely to have come across these pornographic books. And for any parent, and uh, let's just assume it'll be parents whose children have a library card who might be concerned in hearing these things that you're saying today, uh, any parent could go to their library with their child and check what's on the bookshelves if you do happen to find something that you think ought not be there, not suitable for children, uh, who do you complain to? Well, that's a great question, Neil. So you complain to the library staff, 
you complain to the local councillors, you go to the police. I've been to all three, uh, and in Logan City Council, these books have now been removed from the shelves in the library, which is a good win. Uh, that's happened thanks to uh, the intervention of Scott Bannon, one of the local councillors in Logan City Council. But most of the other councillors have refused to even speak to me about this. Uh, the good news is that the police have, and it took a while banging on the police door to get them to pay attention to this, but they did take my complaints. And these books have now been referred to the classification board, which is the first step to determining whether charges should be laid uh, in relation to the, these books and the contents of them and the fact that they have been lent to children. We might wonder how books like this can end up in a local library and for lending out of the children's section. Uh, you've ascertained in some research that you've done about this particular book uh, that it shouldn't have even been in Australia. What's the story there? Sure. Well, it is illegal to import pornography into Australia unless it has first been classified as being suitable to import into this country. Uh, these pornographic books have never been sent to the classification board. Uh, so that is uh, contrary to, I guess, the import laws of Australia. Uh, so th there is a whole process here of processes which have not been followed and not been adhered to to allow children to borrow pornographic books all the way from, as I said, failing to apply import laws all the way through to simply ignoring the criminal code, which says, and everybody knows this, if you or I were to draw explicit pictures of children and hand them out, we would go to jail. But apparently our local council think they can put them in a book, hand them out, and actually keep a record of all the children that borrow this stuff. Would we be wise in saying that we expect a classification board to actually be across these things? Aren't that, isn't that what they're there for? Are there not people on a classification board who are making some deliberation about the sorts of books that our children might be exposed to? Are they, are they letting down the team? Have they dropped the ball here? What are, what are your thoughts about the classification people? Uh, well, I'm not going to uh, point any fingers at the classification board because I think there is a loophole in the law. So computer games and movies must be classified. There is a grey area about publications, so that's books, uh, but it would appear that these there was a duty of care on Logan City Council and the publisher uh, who brought this book out to Australia to seek classification, which they did not do. But the classification board has classified some of these books in the past, uh, these comic style books, and refused classification to them, essentially because they contain child pornography. And in particular, the ones that are getting hit with refused classification appear to be these Japanese-style comic books, um, which depict young children... Uh, very graphically. Uh, now, they are being imported into Australia from Japan without properly being assessed, and these are the ones that are in local libraries. Uh, they, are, they are just uh, depraved. Now, the thing is, what shocked me was the classification board, as I said, has refused classification to a number of these books. And in my research, I found places like Amazon Australia, uh, Dimmick's, Penguin Australia was selling books that had been refused classification because they contained child pornography on Australian websites to Australian customers, and the government was collecting GST on the sale of child pornography. Now, um, that has since stopped just in the last week or so since I raised it with these booksellers, um, but it, it highlights that child pornography is not some dark secret that, uh, you know, 
is in some dusty corner. It is being sold online by the biggest book sales in Australia. So in some sense, we'll often say uh, with parents or people who are over the age of 18, very difficult to say this is what you can look at, this and what you can't look at. But when it comes to our kids, as a parent, you might get a little hot under the collar. You might even get quite angry at the sorts of material that might be on display at a public library. You mentioned this may be just the tip of the iceberg, and I imagine that if you don't speak up now when there might be a few of these books on the bookshelf, next week when you look, there might be twice as many. This is the sort of thing you're thinking about right now, Bernard. Unless you take some action here and now, this will only get worse. Uh, Also ties in with the whole drag queen issue in libraries as well, because I fully believe that if more parents were speaking up about these books, let's say three or four years ago, and kicking up a stink about them, no one would have dared to bring a drag queen into a library to start reading books to kids. But because these books have been on the shelves in Australia for a number of years, and no one said anything, it creates this permissive environment where they keep pushing boundaries. Uh, And we need to start fighting back. And as has happened in Logan, just a few phone calls and emails can get them taken off the shelves. Uh, And hopefully... When this campaign is done and dusted in Logan, they'll be gone from Logan bookshelves altogether and we can start looking at other libraries in Australia. That, that is definitely the plan. Um, but to do that, people need to start poking their councillors in the chest and saying it's not good enough. And you don't need a classification board either to come out and say, oh, you know, this is a certain level of pornography. Parents should be saying, I don't care what sort of pornography it is, it shouldn't be in a taxpayer-funded or a resident-funded library. It's just not, it's not necessary in there and it should be gone, regardless of whether it's legal or not. So many listeners will be impressed that someone is able to articulate these things and you're not afraid to speak up, Bernard Gainhor. Uh, you've got a petition that's running at the moment. There's something like 500 who have signed that petition. No doubt you'd like to see that grow to 5,000 fairly quickly. How do people actually uh, access that petition to sign? Yes, thank uh, thanks, Neil. It's at bernardgaynor.com.au. You'll find the petition at my website, bernardgaynor.com.au. And, yeah, it's up to uh, over a 1,000 people now have signed that petition. Uh, and, yes, we need many more signatures uh, because that is the only way we can organise and win these battles. And you're also planning a peaceful protest. And uh, so I understand it, Bernard. Uh, when you went to lodge a complaint at your local library, nobody wanted to meet you or receive your complaint. And so you really have no choice other than to do something a little bit more public. Is this is this what's behind your protests? Uh, we'll be protesting at Logan City Council until these books are gone. So uh, every month, the Lifestyle Committee, which oversees library operations, meets, and we'll be protesting outside their committee meetings until they get the message that the local community does not appreciate child pornography or any form of pornography in its local libraries, and it should be taken out uh, and and no longer put on the shelves. Uh, so it's a little bit of an application of some pressure that can come from someone who is a parent. No doubt you'd like a few more parents to be able to stand alongside you, and uh, no doubt uh, there are some ways that people can contribute to, uh, not only by perhaps being prayer support, but also some financial support, I'll encourage listeners, as I have done often in speaking to Bernard Gaynor, as he's faced some pretty big challenges over the years. Here's how you connect with Bernard 
and you can find that petition to sign bernardgaynor.com.au Gaynor spelled G-A-Y-N-O-R bernardgaynor.com.au Bernard, thanks so much for updating us today on 2020. Thank you very much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.